Oh, that is Jackal. And one of them plays the chainsaw, and you heard it at the start there. So we're bringing our own beloved chainsaw, Brendan Laney. Buffer! Steffi! <laughs> How you going, How man? How are you? Yeah, really good, mate. It's great to talk to you. How's things? Oh, things are good. Things are good. And one of the real reasons I needed to talk to you was, A, it's been too long, and B, I was trying to think of someone who hasn't got a vested interest in the Chiefs and the Blues in a marquee matchup tomorrow night in Hamilton. This is a mouth-watering game which I think could inject a lot of life into the comp. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more, mate. It's it's an absolute cracker, isn't it? and you're right, I, I couldn't care who wins. <laughs> not the Highlanders, mate. <laughs> nah, look, I, it's going to be an awesome game to watch. Isn't it? Like, it, it's, it's not only for what's going to happen in the competition, but it's just uh, it's the Battle of the Bombays. It's, it's, um, you know, it's been one of the biggest games in, in Super Rugby for such a long time. And the way both teams are performing at the moment, it's, uh, it's the, the matchups in it are just outstanding, aren't they? Um, you know, we've got, we've got the, the All Black captain, and at seven we've got these, um, the guy who sort of took over his spot at seven, Dalton Popper Lee, um, who probably hasn't quite hit his straps just yet, uh, I, I'd have to say, but um, Dixon Kane's playing bloody well, so it's really, uh, it's really set up some outstanding, outstanding matchups. We've got some in the backs as well. Um, Damien McKenzie, obviously a team who I think's just I think the the opportunity to go over to Japan and come back is just he's just added to his game. He's he's just been magnificent. So, and he could be really key later on in the year when it comes to All Blacks and, and positions and, and cover and especially in the World Cup too. So, uh, no, it's really cool, mate. Looking forward to sitting down with a beer and watching it. Yeah, when we talk, it's funny. I sometimes I say, "Oh, look, I think the key matchup is, you know, Sean Stevenson against um, who's the fullback, Stephen Perifeta." And I think they don't. While they're both fullback, they're fifty meters away from each other the whole game. But when you get when you get sevens and sixes and eights and locks in the forwards, like Dalton Papali and Sam Kane would have been thinking about this match all week, all week. And I think that is the matchup of of the competition so far. It really is, mate. Eh? And you're right. You know, it's like when they say, "Oh, you know, the two teams are going to battle each other." They hardly go anywhere near each other, to be fair. Yeah. And the same with the fullbacks. Any time they sort of, um, it's maybe when they kick the ball back and forth to each other and then play a game of force back. <laughs> <laughs> but the sevens, you did right. They were in right amongst it and and clash quite a bit. So, um, but gee, I I, I really think Sam Kane's. You know, some of his defensive work this year has been simply magnificent. Um, look, uh, uh, Sam's uh, a real toiler, isn't he? He's a, an outstanding footballer. Um, he hasn't played the amount of tests he's played without being one of the better ones we've had in, in that position. Um, he's had big boots to fill, hasn't he? Let's be honest, everyone expects him to be Richie McCall, but he's not that guy. No one's going to be able to replace Richie in that respect, but I think Sam's made the seven jerseys and he's copped a lot of flack. Mm. Um, particularly in the last couple of years, but gee whiz, man, um, I think he's been playing outstandingly well and would have to be, and I don't know whether you agree, I think he's a form seven in the competition. I moment, do, I do. Um, by a long shot. And um, Dalton, hey, look, and, and, and no disrespect to Dalton either, but um, uh, your tight five um, have, have got a, um, a bit of hard grafting. 
to give your sevens and Lucy's the chance to be able to go and do their job. And um, I think that the the tight five for the Chiefs have been really, really good, and that's given the chance to to for their Lucy's not only not only just them, but the rest of their Lucy's to get out and actually um, you know do their work in, in 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 their role in the game. So I think it's a huge game. For, for the tight five for the Blues. It's going to be, uh, you know, the old adage, what's the old adage? The, the tight five win you the match. Um, every prop I've ever talked to um, believe that. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, 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 I think that up front, they're really going to have to perform the Blues and, and come up against the Chiefs side and play really good rugby. What, what sort of style of a game do you think we'll see, Boff? Do you think we'll see... Uh, a bit of a festival game. They're prepared to give the ball some air. I think any team with Damian McKenzie, they're sort of forced to play that way, that will-o'-the-wisp type stuff. Bowden Barrett's a little bit more measured. His cross-kicks are good. Um, are we going to see two contrasting styles of game? Oh, I, th- I think we will in a way because we've seen the way both teams have played. Like you see that cross-kick of, uh, that the Blues use quite well. They're, they're very measured in the way they approach the game. Um, and they've got some very, very good attacking skills there. Like Alice uh, Talia on the wing, Mark Talia on the wing has just been sensational, hasn't he? You know, so you, you, you'd, you'd certainly want to be getting the ball into his, his hands with a bit of space. Um, but I, I, I feel for wingers now in the game, there's not a lot of space for them, and when they uh, when they do get it, they nine times out of getting to get a man and ball at the same time. So mm. um, I would love to see um, the outside. Sean Stevenson's another one. You know, he's been magnificent. If he has a good little black jersey on at the end of the year, there'll be something very strange. Um, and uh, you know, maybe that that uh, injury, unfortunately for Sibby Reese, might might help his course. Um, so yeah, look, I think this game. In particular, I think we will see a slightly different sort of game plan from both sides. Um, the Chiefs, like I said, they, they will have a crack. There's not going to be many opportunities, is there? I don't mm. think. Um, so whatever whatever side um, you know takes them and makes the most of them, they'll certainly um, they'll be in front on the scoreboard, which is the most important part. And um, but I think we'll be uh, it'll be very test match like I think you know there won't be many opportunities and and the ones they do get they'll have to take so um, it'll be good to watch. Another good matchup is in the nine jerseys: um, Finley Christie and Brad Weber. Um, maybe only one of them will make the World Cup squad. Uh, Aaron Smith's a lock-in. Cam Roygaard's making noise. TJ Perinara is not far away from returning. Whether he can get back up to speed. Um, Cortez Ratama I think could be an absolute bolter but this this, this particular matchup I know the all black coaches and selectors will be looking at hard at this matchup Yeah couldn't agree more and, and both of them have been playing really good rugby haven't they But I, and I still go back to the fact that you know if that, that type 5 in particular gives them this good ball then your 9 can do a bit um, Brad's a real runner of the ball um, and that's a big part of the Chiefs' game. He's bloody quick around the around the ruck. He can cut the open, can't he? And he's got beautiful support lines up in the middle of the track. You know, we've seen him score a lot of tries, um, you know, not only for the All Blacks, but uh, for the Chiefs. It's running straight up the guts. And, and you know, his support plays outstanding. He's got speed, enough speed to do that. Finley Christie's been outstanding the last couple of years. Hence the reason he's in an All Black jersey. He's... Uh, um, he's just been brilliant, isn't he? Uh, and he's a lovely pass. He's a tough wee bugger. He loves getting in and mixing it with the forwards as well. And um, 
and it's just been, uh, it really is a, a, it'll be a crucial battle at nine, and who gets the best service will be able, will be able to sort of enforce their game um, on, on the game, if that makes sense. So uh, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to watching that part, and that's going to help out the teams as well. You know, mm. if um, if Brad's got a bit of room and, and you know, can get good pill to, to Damien, then he's got a bit more time, and, and vice versa for, for Bowden at 10 as well. Um, not that those two guys need much time at all, to be fair, but uh, it certainly will help them a heap. Um, I've asked listeners for questions. One guy says, can you ask Buff about uh, my beloved Highlanders? Uh, they have had two wins, but it was against the Force and the Drua, pretty comfortably beaten by the Blues, Crusaders and Chiefs. All that being said, pretty important game for them against Moana Pacifica to try and get their third win, eh? Yeah, really is. Yeah, and they've got to keep that momentum going because uh, they were really steering down the barrel when they at three nil and and nothing on the board. So um, I, you've got to admire the fact that they've got back in it with the amount of injuries they've had because mm. uh, they've had a hell of a lot. Um, Crusaders are going through a bit of that at the moment as well, um, and and it's tough when you've got to go deep into your squad. Um, so look, I, I look. The draw are going to be dangerous. You know, they went out and beat the, beat the um, Crusaders, um, admittedly at home. Um, but they're a tough team. So to get the score they did against um, the Highlanders, and I was a bit nervous about that one purely because they were under the roof. We've seen big scores. Mm. But I thought the Highlanders attacked really, really well. And... Um, and it was, uh, I thought the defence, uh, okay, the draw scored 20-odd points, but still the defence of the Highlands was very good as well. So, um, you know, this Moana Pacifica team, they're, they're due, a, due, a, due a game, aren't they? Mm. Um, and uh, it's going to be very tough for the Highlands, um, but they, it's like anything, it's, you turn up um, in any sport and you're not quite 100% here mentally, you can get caught out. So um, I think the Highlands would be really keen to make sure that they put a good performance in. And um, and I think they're quite capable of doing that. So I'm certainly backing them to to get up and, and get their third one. Actually, looking at their next four games, Buff, they they could really turn their season around if they can get up past Moana Pacifica. They'll have good momentum. Then they then they're at home to the Hurricanes, away force, away Waratahs. Two very very winnable games. So of those next four, they could they could and should pick up three. Yeah, and hopefully with a bit of um, luck, a, a few more injuries back as well, mm. um, which will help them a heap. Um, but, you know, I suppose, and it's the old editors, and you've got to look after the next game. Um, but they'll certainly would have looked down further down the track in their draw and gone, well, you know, we, we need to be here. The, the Hurricanes game's the big one for the minute, Steffi. They, they've got to, that one there, they've really got to put a big performance in. One. But, um, and like you said, the other two games are, are certainly. You would expect, not expect them to win, but they would be expecting to put in um, very good performances and win. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting just to see how it does go. But their Canes one's going to be the big one. Yeah, and when you look at the Hurricanes' wins, they've come against the Reds, the Rebels, the Waratahs, Moana Pacifica. They've got the Force this week. And then they are an absolute hiding of a bunch of games. So uh, maybe they haven't had the, the real litmus test. One litmus test was the Blues, and they lost that one, and they were at home. So the Hurricanes can't rest easy at all. No, no. And, and look, they've played some really nice rugby too, but it just shows you how tough this competition is. 
um, you know, you can have sort of patches where the so-called lesser sides, if that's for want of a better word, um, you know, you get three or four in a row, but um, you can certainly, it certainly turns around, you've got to play the other big guys as well. So, and those home home derbies or New Zealand derbies seem to be just real battles, don't they? They're, um, mm. they're massive games and the boys really get knocked around, um, as we've seen by injuries already. So... Um, and I think that Honda's um, Hurricanes game will be an absolute pearler. I really do. What have you made of the Aussie teams? Um, the Brumbies really look the only ones that are going to trouble teams? Yeah, yeah. I thought the Rebels um, have done some good stuff. Um, uh, the Force are, are a team that I think they've got quite a lot of young sides, uh, young guys in their, in their side. Um, uh, look, the <laughs> The Reds have won, I thought, that might be a touch better. Um, but um, I know that there's a bit of blood calling for Brad Thorne's head if, if things don't go right there. But, um, you know, he's got to have the cattle to deal with as well. Um, so, look, yeah, I, it's a tough one for, for, you know, particularly when they come over this side of the, the, the Tasman and play us here at home. Mm-hmm. Um is uh, they probably haven't performed as, as well. And like I said, the Brumbies are the, the sort of litmus for them, uh, for the Aussie sides, aren't they? Um, a couple of a couple of wee things against the Crusaders they probably could have been a little bit more in the game. Um, so, yeah, it's still probably a little bit disappointing, but from a New Zealand point of view, bloody great. Great seeing us beat the Aussies. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing, talking to Brendan Laney, of course, um, the the rule or the, the shot clock in particular, it sounds like the average length of a game has dropped by six minutes because they're not allowed to muck it around at scrum, line-out, penalty time, and the ball and play has gone up as well. Um, that sort of high-tempo pace would have suited a very fit Brendan Laney back in the day. It's a better spectacle. Yeah, well, it hasn't helped me if I want to duck away and get a stubby during the game. That's, that's one thing it hasn't helped with. But, um, oh, look, from a, they had to do something, didn't they? Um, and I, I, I'm all for, for speeding the game up. Um, I think we've we probably got to be a little bit careful with the amount of well, how much we do speed it up. Um, you know, players' bodies can only take so much as well. Um, but there's certainly areas that have done well on that and... Um, the, the tackle, the tackle heights, another one that's going to be really has, has been interesting as well, hasn't it? Mm. Um, that's been that's been an interesting part of the game. Well, um, club rugby's not far away from starting around around the country, started some, uh, elsewhere, and you know that tackle height for guys is is going to be really interesting. It was, it was interesting to see how the Super Rugby guys have, have handled it too. So, um, oh, it's great that they speed the game up and. Uh, well, I said, it's certainly affected me when I'm trying to get to the to the fridge for a new stubby, mate. <laughs> and finally, best pie shop in uh, Central South Island. Where, where's your go-to? <laughs> Smoker, mate. Smoker. <laughs> That's the Ask one me. you took me to. Mate, the sausage rolls aren't bad either, mate, but only only because I saw you were having one. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, mate. Fantastic. Hey, Boff, really appreciate you chatting to us today, mate. Uh, enjoy the weekend's rugby. We'll catch up again soon. Yeah, awesome, Stevie. Great talking to you, mate. See you, buddy. Cheers, mate. Brendan Laney there, wonderful Highlander, Scottish international. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really want to put him on, to, on the spot to pick a winner because either team can win this uh, Chiefs-Blues match. Uh, Sean's text and said, Staffy, wah, wah to every other super team. First year the Chiefs have been on the right side of the casualty ward. That's right. Like, And I 
I sympathise with any team with massive injury concerns, and I did every year with the Chiefs because I really feel for super teams that you know have six, seven, eight, twelve, uh, and the Chiefs have done it year after year. And now look at them fly when they when they're healthy, when they don't have the big big injuries. I mean, they've still got Quinta Pye and Anton Leonard Brown and others still out, but not the not the casualty board they've had in recent seasons. So, so sure, I couldn't be more delighted for the Chiefs to be to be healthy. But then when you get the Crusaders hit by injuries, I feel for them as much as I felt for the Chiefs in past seasons because um, that fan base want all their players healthy as well. And um, you do lose a little bit of a spectacle when, uh, when your big guns are out. It's interesting the last couple of years for the Chiefs. Like I go back to the Dave Rennie years where like there was one year I think we had twenty five mm. injuries across the season across sort of, you know, players coming in and, and frontline players and that. But I sort of wonder, Steph, and like I said, last few years you gotta take it away because Dave Rennie wasn't there. But then he goes to the Wallabies and they get hit with injuries. And I wonder how much of it is actually a coach pushing too hard mm. in, say, training and rest and all that sort of stuff, because it certainly followed Rennie. You know what I mean? The injury sort of did follow him. Yeah, I often thought it was, Could that, it be bad a, luck? was that a coincidence, yeah. bad luck. Um, but it was certainly brought up in Australia that why are these guys falling over that never fall over? Um, and I think Dave Rennie and I think Chris Boyd from the Hurricanes they didn't tow the line in the rest and rotation policy. No. They said, I'm here to coach the Chiefs or Hurricanes. I'm here to win the title. You worry about that later. And um, sort of fell out of favour a little bit with the, with the Boffins. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that Rennie was a big, there was a big, I can't remember which player it was, but there was a big example where he didn't rest a player and that all got blown up in mm. the media. I'm surprised that, um, who's resting this week for the Hurricanes? Adi Savia. He had a week out with suspension two weeks ago. Is that not counted? <laughs> Let's not go into that, Steph. Okay. I'll tell you what I do have, though. Good surprise for you. After the break, um, we've consulted Gus, mm. and I've got I've put together actually two teams for you. The first one is a Rugby League th- uh, 17 post-2000, greatest of all time. The other one is a Rugby 15 all-time post-1996 professional era. Oh my so gosh. we'll see how you do on that. Oh, well, I was very kind giving you clues, so I expect some of you. Of course, of course. Righto, we'll we'll play that game uh, with Gus and Sam after the break.